You're listening to the Happy and Healthy podcast with Amy Lang, founder of Moxie Club. When you're looking for lasting weight loss, join us here for the mindset you need, a dash of inspiration, and stories that will bring it all to life. Episode number one. Well, hey there, it's Amy. I am so excited to be launching my podcast, Happy and Healthy. And I am so honored that you decided to tune in and hear what I have to say. So I've been thinking about how best to set the tone, and I thought I would share with you a quick joke. Are you ready? So why did the burger go to the gym? To get better buns. All right, but seriously, I wanted to kick off the show by sharing with you my why. Why I'm actually starting a podcast when there are so many out there already. And really, it's because, well, it's now the beginning of February. And I got to tell you that for the last six weeks or so, I've been watching all the commercials on TV and all the ads in my Facebook feed and my Instagram feed. Um, and even when I'm driving and listening to the radio in my car, it's all of these diets and fitness programs that are promising quick fixes. And it's really the same reason why back in 2003, I decided to leave the tech world. It's because I want to coach women on weight loss and I really want it to be lasting weight loss so that you'll never have to diet again. And even more importantly, it's not really about losing the weight. It's about feeling better and more confident and stronger so that you can live the life you want and go out and make the impact that you want in this world because quite frankly we could all benefit from everyone really feeling good and going after their dreams so with that let me tell you a little bit about myself I was born in Massachusetts and I grew up in Michigan I actually got my bachelor's degree from the University of Michigan go blue in, I got my bachelor's in psychology, and then I moved out to San Francisco and worked in financial services for a little while before I then went back to grad school to get my MBA from the Deming Scholars Program. So you'll hear a lot of that informing what I'm sharing with you. And then I moved back to San Francisco, Bay Area and worked in high tech. So I worked at Netscape, Oracle, and Yahoo before 2003 when I became the owner of Pacific Heights Health Club. And then just recently, I closed the health club so that I could focus all my time and energy on weight loss coaching for women. So I launched Moxie Club, where I'm now the founder and chief motivating officer. My weight loss journey and struggles started when I was about 13 or 14 years old. And that was when I remember my mom shared with me 
that when she graduated from college, her waist was only 22 inches. Now, mine at that point was already 23 inches. So from that time on, I basically struggled with my weight. And for a long, long time, I just wasn't happy with my body. It, it didn't matter how much I weighed, how thin I was, how fit I was. A, a lot of times that was what was going through my head. So fast forward to college, I gained the freshman 15, <laughs> right? And then I proceeded to go to grad school working and I was at Yahoo when I was in the wrong job and eating a lot of chocolate covered raisins. Let me tell you, because I was in the wrong job, it made me feel better <laughs> when I was sitting at my desk working on yet another presentation that I frankly didn't really care that much about. And in six months, I gained 15 pounds. Now I'm going to share with you, I'm only five foot one and a half. So 15 pounds on this frame is a lot. And it was at that point that I hired Asanta Burton, who is this wonderful personal trainer. And through that, I not only lost the weight, but I got fitter and stronger. And it, through that process, I gained so much confidence that it propelled me into the small business entrepreneurial world. So at that point, this is 2003, the media coverage on the rising rate of obesity quadrupled. And the talk at that time of the boomers turning 50 and the increasing cost of healthcare due to all the chronic illnesses from our sedentary lifestyles was in the news all the time. Does that sound familiar? So things haven't really gotten better. And I decided that I really needed to lend my voice to this because things haven't gotten better. And in that 15 plus years since I left the tech world and became a health club owner, I've had the benefit of having thousands and thousands of people walk through our doors. I've seen what works and I've seen what doesn't work. And really, and I discovered that the biggest difference between the folks that struggled and those that didn't was mindset. It wasn't whether or not they hired a trainer. And a lot of times it wasn't even about how much exercise they were getting. Although for those that exercise consistently, the rest of the pieces did tend to fall into place. So now I was on a mission to figure out how to get folks into that mindset so that weight loss wouldn't be a struggle anymore. And as a result, I've had hundreds and hundreds of conversations. And so I want to share what I've learned and those insights with you so that it's no longer a struggle. And I got to also tell you that at the end of the day, it's really not about those pounds, right? If you believe that 
if only this happens, that I will be happy at the end, that it's going to be rainbows and unicorns. I implore you to keep on listening because you're going to find that it's through being happy <laughs> that you end up taking better care of yourself. So that's really what I want for you so that you can be happy and healthier and live the life that you want. So in that struggle for me, there was hmm, a few years ago, I had this amazing aha experience and it was the result of my mom needing to get some dental work. And afterwards, she actually couldn't eat a lot of solid food. So she ended up losing a bunch of weight. She got really thin. And she finally got to where she wanted to be. And for me, as a personal trainer and nutrition coach, I thought to myself, you are too thin. <laughs> so it finally dawned on me that her definition of success doesn't look like mine. And it's an incredibly liberating experience to actually be able to be true to yourself and know what that is and know what it is that you want. So what I want to share with you now is the foundation of the coaching that I've done for women. And while my examples are really going to be focused on women, I will tell you that these, this method and the principles work for men as well. And I know this because, well, when I'm working on content, videos and whatnot for Moxie Club and for the club before it closed, I would often ask my boyfriend to listen or watch them. And in the past two and a half years, he's actually lost 50 pounds. And every once in a while, I'll hear him either refer to something I've said without attribution, or he'll actually look at me and say, you know, I've been uh, watching videos from this weight loss expert, and she says to do X, Y, and Z. <laughs> so I know it works. He might not listen to the marketing messages, but he totally gets the content. All right, so my coaching is based on two things. One is TLC, and two is the Abundance Principle. TLC is the acronym for the learning cycle. If you get these two things, I promise you it will be a game changer. So let me go through the learning cycle really quickly and then I'll give you an example, all right? So think of a wheel that has seven steps. And actually the first time I learned about this, it was my therapist, Pam Oblidinger, wonderful therapist who I saw for about three years. And when she first introduced this to me, 
she referred to it as the wheel of awareness. I've since looked that up and it's now trademarked and it refers to something completely different. So I have, I'm now calling this the learning cycle and I love the fact that it shortens into TLC. It's so empowering. All right, so let me just go quickly through the seven steps of the learning cycle and then I'll give you an example to help you understand how this learning cycle works. So step one is the situation or the inputs. And that's basically what we see, hear, smell, taste, and touch, right? How we take in the world. Step two are the thoughts that we have. So oftentimes those are referred to as our beliefs. Step three is interpretation. So this is how we actually assign meaning to what we've seen, how we understand the world. Step four are our emotions or our feelings that are the results of how we interpret what's happening. Step five are the choices that we have in terms of how we respond, which is step six. So response could be an action that we take or quite frankly, an inaction. And then step seven are the outcomes or the results that we get, which become the evidence that we use to prove to ourselves that we were right with the beliefs that we had. So for our purposes here, let's, since we're talking about weight loss, let's take the number on the scale, right? Or maybe it's the size that you currently wear. So this again is an input, it's, it's just a number. Now, the thoughts that we have as a result of seeing this number, right? Our brain is really like a search engine. So we can ask it a question and it goes and looks for evidence. It really doesn't actually question the premise to begin with. So this reminds me a little of the episode on the West Wing where Leo McGarry is being coached on dealing with the press. And Kristen Chenoweth's character, whose name I cannot remember, so for those of you who do, please comment. <laughs> uh, but she actually said, you know, why are you actually agreeing with the premise of the question? Well, our brain doesn't do that when we ask it a question, especially if we're not really aware of it, right? So if the number on the scale is reading 250, your thoughts could be, oh my God, it's never been this high. Or I should really lose some weight. Or maybe I'll never lose the weight. Or how did I let it get to this point, right? So here, the interpretation or the conclusion that you may draw is, this is going to take forever to lose. And if that's what you're thinking, you'll most likely wind up feeling really discouraged, right? But I wanna point out that another possible thought could have actually been, yay, I lost 100 pounds. And then the interpretation there could be, I'm on my way, I am a badass. <laughs> so 
you can see here that the feelings we experience are based on how we interpret how we take in, right? So the anatomy of an experience is those sensory perceptions and the thoughts and the beliefs that we have. Those beliefs that we have, right, they are a filter and we use them to understand the world and to support our narrative, right? The story that we tell ourselves about ourselves and our place in this world. So here, if you're feeling discouraged, you have a number of choices that you can make, right? You can eat a sleeve of Oreos to feel better, right? Or you could uh, put off going on a diet or starting a new diet, or you could eat a healthy salad. So if you're feeling discouraged, what will you feel like doing? And the, it's really, really important that you, you think about it this way. What will you, what will you feel like doing? Because it is our emotions that drive the actions that we take. So in those responses, right, the action that we take, remember that our choices almost always have both short-term and long-term consequences. So in the short term, if you eat a sleeve of Oreos, you'll definitely feel good because you'll get a big dopamine hit, right? So that's the happy hormone that our brain sends out in response to food, right? So that's why we have comfort food. <laughs> so the long-term consequence though of eating a sleeve of Oreos every time you have a negative thought would be weight gain, right? So that outcome is basically evidence that you were right, that it's going to take a long time. It's gonna take forever to lose the weight because there's this self-sabotage that's happening as well. So again, we just proved ourselves right. So do you see how this is the learning cycle, right? This is, uh, when I was growing up, folks called it the self-fulfilling prophecy. You hear it in quotes like Henry Ford, if you believe you can do a thing or not, you are right. At the same time, we could have reframed how we thought about the situation. Right? We could have and reframed it to be far more positive and empowering. So if we saw that number, and we actually concluded, I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm going to figure out how to lose the weight so that I can feel better and stronger and be healthier so that I can actually do the things that I want to do in life. Does that make sense? All right. So in future podcasts, I'll be giving more examples of this, but I just wanted to go over this really quickly with you. And then the second part that I want to share with you today is the abundance principle. And that's 
really where I see so many weight loss programs fail is because instead of creating states of abundance, they actually trigger states of scarcity, sometimes intentionally and then sometimes inadvertently. So any diet that is restricted in nature, right, where you may be uh, avoiding certain food groups, right, or even using words like bad carbs, or you should do this, or you should do that. There's a right and wrong, which actually then, if you don't actually follow through on the shoulds, will lead to that feeling like somehow you weren't good enough, right? That becomes a state of scarcity. Obviously, if you can't eat um, your favorite carb, then you're putting yourself in a state of deprivation and that's easily a state of scarcity, right? As opposed to a state of abundance, which could be where you're feeling really good, you wake up in the morning, you wanna hop out of bed, those are when you're gonna make some really good choices. So in the next podcast, I'll be delving a lot more into the abundance principle. But I think that's enough for today. So till then, I'll leave you with my mantra. Making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens. You've been listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang. If you enjoyed today's podcast, by all means, hit the subscribe button now. If you're ready to get started, visit my website, moxie-club.com. That's M-O-X-I-E hyphen C-L-U-B dot com and sign up for my free three-day course. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens.